Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. We all know there is more to running an amazing dance studio than posting on social media and emailing with parents, even though I know we it feels like it takes up a lot of time. But without creating an exceptional experience in the classroom, we really don't have an amazing product that we can share and grow. If you are a one-person show or growing your team, it is so hard to balance the time between all the admin that comes with our studios and our businesses and as well as creating exciting lesson plans from week to week and here is where an amazing curriculum steps in and this is what I'm going to be focusing on in the next couple of weeks all about how and why and what in relation to creating your curriculum. So if you have spare cash lying around I would recommend looking to purchase a curriculum that is already done for you as it would save a heap of time but maybe like me when you you know when I started out on my dance your own a journey or even implementing the curriculum I didn't have a spare you know big chunk of money um, at, and maybe you don't at the minute either and it might be time to create something yourself to save that money or even if you like creative control better creating a curriculum that is customized that is customized to your studio can also be an amazing asset because it's not something that other studios in your local area or anyone can really repli- replicate. So over the next three episodes, I'm going to dive deep on the difference between a curriculum that works and one that flops and what you need to ask yourself when creating a successful curriculum, as well as my five-step curriculum creation process to create the curriculum of your dreams. Now, that's a lot of C's and a lot of curriculums, but I promise you the next three episodes are going to be awesome. Again, I over the next three weeks, I'm going to be sharing bonus tidbits, templates, and videos in my Facebook group for DSOs. So if you want to grab a copy, just join our free Facebook community. It is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. So let's jump into the episode. So today I'm going to touch on the four questions you need to ask yourself when creating your curriculum. The first question is, well, this is more for a bit of info for you guys. So what is a curriculum? So the formal definition is, you know, in education, a curriculum is broadly defined as the totality of student experiences that occur in the educational process. The term often refers specifically to a planned sequence of instruction or to a view of the student's experiences in terms of the educators or school's instruction goals. So as a business owner and a dance sheet owner, I look at it as well as a system to ensure classroom success and to assist with managing and growing my team members and students. But what that formal uh, definition really kind of highlights for me is it talks about student experiences that occur in the educational process, as well as the planned sequence of instructions in relation to that experience. So that's something I really want to focus on because I think when you're creating a curriculum, it's not just about 
you know, checking those boxes and making sure you've got something there to do. It's about how we can create the best like lesson each week for our students in relation to the planned sequence of instructions and how we can then transfer the information to our teachers to educate our students. Now, again, that's probably a lot of words, but basically I think that, again, there's no point in advertising and growing our businesses as much as we want to unless we have a really solid product, which is our classes, to sell. So, you know, whilst we might be able to get new students every day through um, Facebook groups or Facebook ads or by posting on social media, if we don't have faith and we don't have a really amazing, valuable product in what our classes are, People might join and they might come, you know, for a week or two weeks or three weeks or even a year, but they're not going to stay around long term because that planned sequence of instruction or the experience that they're having in classes is not the best. So this is why, again, another thing that I think, why I think a curriculum is so amazing. The next question I want you to ask yourself is what needs to be included? So the three things I think need to be included are an overview of outcomes. So that is yearly outcomes or even by term or session, depending on how you uh, you know, lay that out in your studio. So in Australia, we run term by term in general. So there's four terms throughout the year. They're all about 10-week blocks. So that's how I would and I do lay out my outcomes. But if you're in a different part of the world, you might have three sessions or yours might be, you know, 12-week sessions or however you lay it out, you need to have an overview of outcomes I would recommend for the whole year and then break it down per term or per session. With that in mind, you also need to have an overview of teacher expectations. So what you expect from the teachers, whether you, you know, you're providing those yearly outcomes and then they are implementing week to week or whether you want to break it down even further. And we will touch on how to do that later in the episode and later in the series, as well as that student progression. So what are our students doing week to week or year by year to ensure that we're seeing progress, to ensure that we can keep our students entertained and excited and engaged in our classes and keep parents happy and essentially keep them as happy customers coming back week after week. So those three were an overview of outcomes, teacher expectations, as well as student progression. The next question is, what is the best way to lay out the content? So I know for myself and, you know, a lot of my clients that I've spoken to and um, I just did another training uh, about this the other day for uh, a group coach uh, coaching program that I'm a part of as a coach. And the question was like, again, they were visual learners. And they were like, I know what I kind of need or what I want to achieve, but I'm just not sure how I actually go about it. And they really were sort of a bit scared to start in case, you know, they put a lot of work into something that didn't end up the way they wanted it to. And I really understand and feel, uh, you know, what it's like to know, you want to know what something looks like. That's always, always the first thing I ask myself, like, what's it going to look like? So again, I'm going to touch on that in my episode three of this series, which is coming up, but I'll touch on a little bit now. So it really depends on how specific you want to be. So there's kind of two ways I think that you can do it. So you can have like a flexible option, which I reckon you could create, which is like where you provide Google documents with general skills and classroom layouts, maybe yearly outcomes and suggestions. Or you can have a really curated curriculum, which is 
what I mentioned above. So you can, you provide all those things in the flexible option. And then you could go and create videos specifically of how you want exercises to be taught and students to learn or whether you have, you know, songs that you've made up that you want to share and, or the specific music with like, uh, choreography that you really really specifically want to teach in that order so that's how I see it working best you know have more of a flexible kind of curriculum which really really relies heavily on your teachers having you know exceptional skills and creativity and be able to implement them that themselves but have that kind of you know sort of baseline curriculum or you can create a really curated experience which has those uh, recorded videos and things again to help yourself potentially if you're a one-person show to remember year after year, or if you're really wanting to, you know, what you, if what you do and what you create in your classes is something that you're super proud of and you think that it's something that you want to see replicated in your other classes, but you can't do it. And so that's why you're hiring another teacher. I think videoing it and either then holding teacher training sessions where you go through and learn that you know, particular routine or exercise that they, you want them to teach for the next few weeks, or if you want to save it somewhere for them to be able to learn in their own time. With that in mind, you could put everything sort of on a joint file like Google Drive or Dropbox or even something like Trello, which is a really great way that you can lay things out and have kind of like click and file saved and videos really embedded right in there. And it is free in general. So, you know, obviously there's a paid version, but generally can get away with the free version. So I think that's a great way if you're already using Trello or something like that within your business. Uh, If not, again, using Google Drive or Dropbox is also a great way to store and share this information. Uh, For me and my business, currently we use Google Docs and we share those links in our private Facebook group. So it's easy for us to kind of tag back and, you know, refer back to things and keep sharing it to remind teachers to be checking in with that. I'm quickly interrupting this amazing episode of the podcast to let you know about today's sponsor, which is me and an awesome free download for you. Do you want to grab a free copy of my dance studio marketing ebook? Sign up for a free copy of the ebook, 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio at assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. All of those details will also be in our show notes. So if you're driving or you're working and you don't want to take a break, not to worry, you can find that in our show notes. But just in case you missed it, it's at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. So let's jump straight back into the episode. And then secondly, uh, I would get you to ask yourself how in depth does it actually need to be? So this is in relation to what we're talking about is what's the best way to lay it out? How in depth does it need to be? So if you have young team members who are just starting out on their teaching journey, maybe it needs to be a bit more in depth at the moment or potentially you have a team of teachers who have taught for years and you love the way that they teach and you really want to encourage that creativity amongst your teachers. So you, again, might sort of have more of a flexible style option, which allows your team to really kind of flourish and, you know, leans heavily on their creativity. Now, that's not to say that young team members don't have that, but they might need a little bit more nurturing, a bit more guidance or a bit more support to then be able to then progress through their teaching career. So that's something to ask yourself, how in-depth does it need to be? And my last question of the day 
end of the episode is when do I need to create and use a curriculum? So is this something that you need to do before you even start your studio or you're listening to this and you might be 10 or 15 years in and go, well, I've got this far and I've never had one. That's totally fine. So my answer to that question is at any point. So again, you could be starting out and wanting to create something to help you with tracking classes and progression of your students, you know, knowing that you're going to have a lot of other things going on, either with managing another full-time job or a family or, you know, just running a business along with managing admin work when you start out is plenty enough to keep you busy. So that's something I recommend if you know you're going to be really, really busy and hope to kind of grow and take off quickly. The next thing would be if you're growing your team and you want to have structure, so classes have cohesion and consistency across the board. So something that's really important to me is that, and why I have a curriculum is that whenever a student or a parent comes to any class at any of our locations on any day with any teacher, they walk away with, you know, a a similar experience and they walk away with that, you know, energy and excitement and the values that I have within my studio. And that's why I have a curriculum. Um, Or another point when you would start a curriculum is, you know, you've already have an established team, but you feel like you're constantly maybe reminding them about deadlines for music or choreography. You might be worried about what's in class, what's going on, um, or you're not really sure, you know, say when a parent emails with a potential problem or a question, you're really not sure what's going on in your classes from week to week. And it's starting to weigh on you a little bit and you, you don't like being so, I guess, un, like so so removed from the classroom. So a curriculum is a really, really great way to kind of structure at least what's happening overall and then, you know, allowing your teachers, you know, where it suits you, more creativity and, and more sort of wiggle room in relation to that. So that is all we have time for for this episode. So this was all about what you need to ask yourself before starting your curriculum or, you know, asking yourself these questions to really, really have the opportunity for quick studio growth. So I really think it's a great way to help manage your team. I think it's a great way to take pressure off from day to day. And I think it's a great way, again, to create an experience that you can be super proud of uh, moving forward in your business. I know I mentioned this before and you're probably going to hear it again later, but over the next few weeks, again, I'm going to be sharing some extra bonus tidbits and templates and videos about how to create your own curriculum in my free Facebook group. So if you want to see that, you can join us by searching for Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching in Facebook or just typing in the link www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. And that is all for today. I look forward to seeing you over the next couple of weeks for this special curriculum series. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out in the group or to send me a message on Instagram. If you are really loving kind of where this is going and you'd love to see some examples, I do have a template that I'm thinking about sharing if you guys are interested. So if you are, reach out to me and let me know and I will see how we go and I might do a special live video in the Facebook group for you guys. Have a great day wherever you are in the world and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show 
or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.